Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Good afternoon. Police have just swooped on the alleged mastermind of an illegal protest in Sydney. Only a handful of demonstrators turned out today, but very different to tense scenes last night with officers forced to protect a statue of Captain Cook from demonstrators. Miley Hogan sent this report from today's protests a short time ago. It was only a small crowd that gathered for the refugee rights protest outside Town Hall. That rally had been ruled illegal by the Supreme Court and police did have the powers to arrest people, but they chose not to. Instead, closely watching the group of around 100 protesters as they marched around Town Hall, attempting to social distance. It was very different scenes last night, though, at the Black Lives Matter rally. There were officers lining the streets outside Town Hall. 600 officers in total were involved in that rally. Protesters were due to come to Town Hall, but in a last-minute change, they instead gathered in Hyde Park. Police did issue several warnings asking protesters to leave, but they only arrested one woman, a 24-year-old, who was given an infringement for breaching public health orders. Controversy has erupted, though, over a video that was taken at that rally. It shows a New South Wales police officer making a gesture with his hand. People know that gesture as the OK sign, but it is also a symbol of white power and right-wing extremism. New South Wales police say they have spoken to the officer involved and that he was responding to a group of women about the night being OK and he used a hand symbol because he was wearing a face mask. He claims that he did not know that that hand symbol had any other meaning. Let's bring in El Giorgio in Perth, where protests are also underway. El, thousands have turned out there. By far the biggest demonstrations in the country today. What's happening on the ground where you are? Angela, good evening to you. As you can see, we are right at the front of the protest that is happening on St George's Terrace, right in the heart of Perth City right now. About 8,000 people were expected to turn out. I don't know if you can tell by the crowd behind us, but it is about 10,000 strong at least. So it is a lot bigger than what organisers 
uh, were expected. It started a couple of hours ago, but the start has just gotten underway in the last 10 minutes. We have heard uh, many chants, lots of placards uh, about Aboriginal people who in the past here in WA and right across Australia have died while in police custody. That's their main message that they're trying to get across today. And of course, equality for people of all races. Let's take, uh, take a listen to what some of those protesters told us a short time ago. What do you want? Justice! When do you want it? Now! We need our elders. Stop working with the government. Stop working with government departments. Make your own corporation where you have the right to go into prison. It is making a difference in all our communities, yeah. um, across Australia, across the world. So there's conversations now happening that I have never heard before. Yeah. Well, certainly vocal, have there been any clashes with police? Angela, up until about 15 minutes ago, it was all very calm and very reflective here in Perth. Uh, but as I say, just before the protest uh, got off this afternoon, we actually saw a number of them uh, spray paint BLM, standing for Black Lives Matter, uh, on the ground. The uh, protesters are now going to walk past a number of colonial statues. There are concerns that there could be damage done. OK. El Giorgio, live in Perth for us. Thanks so much. Elsewhere around the country, turnout has been low. Police outnumbered the handful of demonstrators who gathered in Melbourne CBD, while just a few dozen protesters turned out in Brisbane. Statues of two former Australian Prime Ministers have been vandalised. Live now to Jennifer Beshwadi in Canberra for us. Jennifer, what's happened? Well, Ange, these pictures coming to our newsroom this afternoon show profanities spray-painted on the bronze busts of John Howard and Tony Abbott along the Prime Minister's Avenue in the Ballarat Botanical Garden. Police are now trying to determine how the statues were damaged but believe it was done between midnight and 2am. And police are also trying to determine whether it's linked to the Black Lives Matter movement where statues have been defaced across the globe. Now, these statues, which uh, are worth about... $30,000 uh, have now been covered and fenced off to prevent further graffiti. But members of the government that I've spoken to here in Canberra say that they're appalled by this vandalism and want those responsible charged. OK, thanks so much, Jen, in Canberra for us. New South Wales has recorded a case of coronavirus acquired locally for the first time in more than two months. It comes as the state eases out of the pandemic by relaxing its toughest restrictions. Chris Maher has more. Well, this Sydney dance studio is one of many to benefit from the latest easing of COVID restrictions today. This morning, the tiny tots were back on the dance floor, keeping their social distance as families co complied with rules, including signing in and sanitising. Gyms have reopened from midnight last night, also placed under distancing rules, one person per four square metres. I've been longing to get back here for three months. Restrictions on gatherings are relaxed. Up to 20 people allowed in outdoor groups and in homes. Shoppers today were returning to food courts, now allowed to seat customers up to 50 at a time. It's the first time after two months and we are really happy about that. It's a relief for the community but also for the many workers who up to now in many cases have been relying on assistance such as JobKeeper. It was a scary time that um, no one could kind of see coming or 
no one knew what was happening. You didn't have answers as when we would be back, if we would be back. State government funding is there also to boost the music industry with a plan for a thousand gigs in November and health officials have announced four new COVID cases in New South Wales, including one suspected locally acquired instance of a man in his 20s. Two breaking news now. Two people have had an incredibly lucky escape after their light plane crashed in Victoria. These pictures are just in from our news helicopter. As you can see, the plane was left dangling upside down in trees in Hunterson, east of Melbourne. But remarkably, a man in his 70s, believed to be the pilot and a teenage male, were out and walking around by the time emergency crews got there. The teenager had a few scratches. The man suffered more serious injuries to his back and chest and was airlifted to Royal Melbourne Hospital. For the first time in months, AFL fans are about to enjoy a live game inside a stadium. The Adelaide Oval seats 55,000 tonight. There'll be just 2,240 lucky ticket holders. It's the smallest crowd figure in AFL history, but the code couldn't be happier. Nikki Barnett is there for us live. Nikki, they are the lucky few and they won their golden tickets in a ballot. Yes, well, tickets have been so hard to come to for tonight's showdown that it has been a bit like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Club members, they entered a ballot and the lucky few were selected randomly to come along and cheer their team along tonight. It is a Port Adelaide home game, so the majority here will be Power fans. There will only be about 470 or so Crows fans and all spectators will be spread evenly around the oval in alternate rows, three seats between each Spectator, and under no circumstances is anyone but the players and the umpires allowed to touch the ball. In a special touch, 60,000 Port Adelaide members' names will be on a banner behind the goals, but the atmosphere will certainly be a lot different to a normal showdown. I just saw the Port coaches walking around the outer here looking for a coffee, and they certainly weren't bothered because there isn't a whole lot of action right now. I'm sure the fans will start streaming in shortly in the eyes of the nation will be on Adelaide Oval tonight, Angela. That's right, Megan, and it is a good start at least. Thanks so much. Two paramedics have run for their lives after a patient threatened to kill them. Their chilling calls for help were captured on ambulance radio as they fled down a Sydney street. Tom Saker reports. Good afternoon. Well, it took police just six hours to arrest the man who threatened two paramedics here on Beechwood Avenue in Greystones just after 4am this morning. Security vision shows the ambulance stop and two female paramedics rush out, followed shortly after by their patient in the back. They radioed for backup while trying to get away. We've left the car, we've left the patient, we've left the car, we're threatening to kill us. We're knocking on some front door now They were eventually led inside by residents here on Beechwood Avenue who answered their door and let them in, sensing the pair's desperation. They were very shaken, they were very frightened. I don't blame them at that time. It'd be a horrible feeling, you know, just trying, like doing their doing their job and knowing someone's after you. The paramedics were initially responding to a call for someone with a mental health issue on Canal Road a couple of streets away. The 20-year-old was arrested at Westmead Hospital at 10am this morning. He's now at Granville Police Station. 
President Trump has denied America has a problem with police brutality. But he says watching the video of George Floyd's death was horrifying. He made the comments in a rare sit-down interview as he heads back on the campaign trail. Just months from the election, Ashley Mullaney has more. Ash, what else did the president say? In a wide-ranging interview, Donald Trump said he watched in horror as George Floyd was pinned to the ground for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. He described his death as a disgrace but denied that there is an issue of widespread police brutality in America. Donald Trump is finalising an executive order on nationwide police training, saying today he agreed chokeholds should be banned in some situations. I think the concept of chokeholds sounds so innocent, so perfect, and then you realise if it's a one-on-one, -on -one, now if it's two-on-one, that's a little bit of a different story. I think a very good thing that, generally speaking, it should be ended. The president faced questions about whether he could be the consoler-in-chief needed to unite America while also pushing a law and order agenda. Tonight, he's on a collision course with the city of Seattle, where protesters have taken over four city blocks and refused police access to their own station. If they don't straighten that situation out, we're going to straighten it out. The threat to invade Seattle, to divide and incite violence in our city, is not only unwelcome, it would be illegal. Peaceful demonstrations continued across the country today with calls for justice for George Floyd. The president back in front of the camera and the crowds from next week, hosting his first rally in Oklahoma on an emotionally charged day, the anniversary of the end of slavery in America. Eager to get back in front of friendly crowds, knowing he'll be judged on how he responds to this crisis come November. A statue of Winston Churchill has been sealed inside a steel barrier ahead of a massive race protest in London. The bronze statue of the former Prime Minister was covered up because of fears it could become a flashpoint between rival protesters. An athlete training for the Paralympics has been dealt a cruel blow with his custom-built wheelchair stolen. It's put a dent in his hopes for Tokyo and he's now pleading with the culprits to do the right thing. Rosie Barnett reports. It's a setback for an athlete already doing it tough. Nathan Arkley had left his new custom wheelchair outside his mate's house for just 10 minutes when it was pinched by heartless thieves. Honestly, it's my legs, it's my mobility, it's my, my way of life. Nathan's been in a wheelchair since he was eight after he developed a neurological disorder. Earlier this year, he contracted an infection that led to his left leg being amputated. This latest blow has hit him hard, forcing him to use an old chair that doesn't fit. It's a very custom item, so I guess it's not really much good to anybody outside of myself. The expense alone, I mean, they're very expensive and, and just the time they take, you know, it's like a 12-week build process. Nathan won bronze in London in 2012. Now he needs his wheelchair to ramp up training for Tokyo. Just seeing the scale of it, the, the sheer scale of it, the athletes' village, the dining hall is like a warehouse. It's amazing, so yeah, I'd love to see that again. But one thing's for sure, this fighter won't let it get him down. I guess it's another bump in the road. Um, it's part and parcel, part of life. You can either curl over or you can get on with it. He is hoping the thieves get a case of the guilts and hand it back in. Yeah, we hope so, Rosie. It's a pretty gutless act, isn't it? And hopefully for Nathan's sake, he gets his wheelchair back. A vital as part of his preparation for Tokyo next year in the Paralympics, Ange. What a great attitude he has. He certainly does. Keep me on the gen. OK, thanks so much, Jim. Thanks, Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.